Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Bone Reset Podcast with me, your host, Jeff D. Malvison. We don't say what's bad, we say what's good. Today's episode, we call it Classes in Session. We talk about the one team in the, that aced the NFL draft. We also talk about Major League Baseball. We talk about my all-rookie team in, in the game of football. And we talk about the trade deadline, too. So, there was one team in the 2022 NFL draft that just simply aced the draft. This was a team that was supposed to rebuild after they traded their star quarterback. But instead, they just, as I like to say it, retooled. We know fans don't like hearing that word because we all know what that means. When you say it, oh, retooling means, okay, you're not going to make the playoffs. You're not going to be very good. So Seattle Seahawks. They traded Russell Wilson. They traded him for Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and a couple draft picks. Okay, cool. Geno Smith is the quarterback. Okay. He hasn't started in a minute. Okay. So you draft a guy like Abraham Lucas, Charles Cross, Kenneth Walker, Boye Mafe, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen. And what does that get you? That gets you in the playoff hunt in the NFC. In the NFC, Think about it. You draft Tariq Woolen in the fifth round. I'm starting to see a semblance of Richard Sherman in, a, in the LOB. Cam Chancellor. Um, Brandon Browner. Uh, Earl Thomas. You remember those Seahawks fans? I'm sure you do. Tariq Woolen. The guy's one of the league leaders in picks. You got Kobe Bryant, one of the league leaders in forced fumbles. Abraham Lucas. Um, Charles Cross. Bookends on the offensive line. Kenneth Walker, almost 700 yards in rushing. Boye Mafe, a contributor on on the defense. I mean, think about it. This team really aced the NFL draft. Not a lot of teams could say, hey, we aced at least five or six picks. Not many teams could say that. Because if you do, you're usually a playoff contender. So now we head down to my all-rookie team. You know, this in no way, shape, or form is the official one, but it's just my version of the all-rookie team. NFL version the for the mid-year all-rookie team. First off, we got the quarterback, Bailey Zappi. Remember, this guy was a fourth-round pick. At the time we got picked, I thought, well, don't you have Mac Jones? Seems like Bel- Bill Belichick knew what he was doing because Mac Jones ends up getting hurt. Bailey Zappi ends up playing well, and here now we have a quarterback controversy, which the Patriots are no stranger to quarterback controversies. Um, Drew Bledsoe and, um, and Tom Brady in 2001. Then you had Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett with Tom Brady a couple of years back. And we know how that happened. They got more value out of those guys. Hopefully the same. It's no different than Bailey Zappi. Running back, Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. He really is their offense. On a team that is just really bad to watch on offense, you know, despite them having Brandon Cooks. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I still believe in their quarterback. Um, Davis Mills, David Mills, you know, but they, they just need more firepower on offense, but they have that linchpin, Damian Pierce. He really is a good player. He's a fourth round pick out of Florida, but he's a powerful runner. He's one of the the top rush rookie rushers in the league with 700 yards. He could be offensive rookie of the year. My receivers, I'm going with three receivers, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Drake London, all have various degrees, varying degrees of success, but for very different reasons. Um, Drake London, obviously he plays in a run-heavy system. Um, he plays in a run-heavy system in Atlanta. You know, they don't, they don't throw the ball a lot. 
especially with the quarterback they have, and Marcus Mariota. They don't really throw the ball very a lot, but he gets his yards. Not a whole lot of yards, but he makes them count. Chris Olave, especially on a team that on a team that the receivers who you expect to you know ball out, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas. He's been the lone bright spot in that receiving core. Um, after that, you have Garrett Wilson, who's become Zach Wilson's favorite target. I mean, this guy runs every route in the route tree to perfection. Um, you know, there were there were questions about him, but I think he's answered all those questions. At cornerback, you have Jack Jones, um, who's taken over the spot that J.C. Jackson has accomplished. I mean, had you know had perfected and who signed that big contract with the L.A. Chargers. This guy had two interceptions. He's been on the field almost every snap. Um, he's one of those late-round finds that the Patriots keep on uh, getting. After that, on the offensive line, you have Tyler Lindenbaum. Solidified that Ravens offensive line. Remember, this guy was the Remington Award winner. So you could tell he's a very good offensive lineman coming from a school that produces many offensive linemen at Iowa. Um, and as, as I mentioned, Abraham Lucas, Charles Cross, those guys... On defense, you had Aiden Hutchinson, who is the linchpin on a struggling Detroit Lions defense, four and a half sacks. He still has that motor, the physicality that he had at Michigan. Then you got Trayvon Walker, who's the number one pick, Devin Lloyd, two guys who, you know, on the fast and improving Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so, yes, yeah, so yes, that's my all-rookie team up to this point. Of course, there's some more players, but, you know, you can... I'm going to post that up on the on the link so you guys can see it. So now we go to Major League Baseball. The hot stove season. Hot stove. Hot, hot, hot. We got the non-tender deadline. Non-tender means... When they non-tender you, that means pretty much they released you. They didn't give you a contract for this season. Or they'll bring you back, but at a lower cost. So here are a couple of... Intriguing names. I was looking at MLB.com and they had a couple of intriguing names. First off is Cody Bellinger. Outfielder for the who used to be for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Remember, this guy was a 2019 MVP. He was a rookie of the year. He won the World Series in 2020. But after that MVP season, he's had a very difficult stretch. You know, obviously he had a shoulder injury, had shoulder surgery, and he hasn't been hitting well. But any team looking for a bounce-back candidate, a change of scenery candidate, you should check out Cody Bellinger. Next up on this list is Dominic Smith. Now, for him, it's been lack of playing time. Um, obviously, not getting the playing time he should get. You know, Pete, Pete Alonzo there, and then now you had Daniel Vogelbach. He's another guy who's a change of scenery candidate. Another one is Luke Voigt of the Washington Nationals. He, he, won, he was the home run champ in 2020. He's another guy that... You know, if you find consistent playing time for him, um, you know, he, he could do well. He hit, what, close to 25 home runs last season, um, splitting time with the Nationals and the Padres. Um, he became a leader in that, in that nas- a young Nationals team. Next one is Alex Reyes. Alex Reyes was an all-star. What, last season he was an all-star, an all-star closer. To me, I think his value lies as a, as a starting pitcher. You know, it's just, there's just some guys you look at and you think, nah, he's a starting pitcher. He has the look of a starting pitcher, and that's Alex Reyes. Next up on this list is Jamer Candelario. He led the league in doubles last season and somehow just fell off on a rebuilding Detroit team. 
He's another guy who's a high upside, you know, free agent. Um, there's many more other free agents that are out there who, who were non-tendered. Um, you know, obviously the biggest fish, you know, is Aaron Judge, Jacob deGrom. Um, and the free agent shortstops on this list, um, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, Trey Turner. Those are, I mean, it's going to be a really interesting winner. And I can't wait to see where what's going to happen, which teams, you know, they gave the teams that are, you know, bound to be players in this hot stove season, like the Milwaukee Brewers. They have so many players in arbitration. Um, the Giants, who have money to spend, the Phillies, um, the Yankees, the Mets, the Angels. Obviously, the Angels just signed Tyler Anderson to a $39 million contract. We'll see what they do with Shohei Otani. Um, they just got Gio Urshela in a trade. So I can't wait to see what is going to happen this hot stove season. So the NBA. Oh, let me forget. There was two trades that happened in Major League Baseball. The Diamondbacks getting Kyle Lewis. Remember, this guy was a rookie of the year in 2020. He ended up having surgery on his, uh, you know, he ended up hurting his knee and then he got a concussion. But he's another guy, given the glut of outfielders, left-handed outfielders they have in, in Arizona, he's a change of pace for them. The Mariners, they got Tiasca Hernandez. This guy was an all-star last season, had a very good year this year. Um, they, the Mariners need a lot of outfield help, considering collectively what they hit. Pretty much a collectively was a 600, 686 OPS. That's uh, on-base percentage plus slugging. And Tiasca Hernandez gives them power. Also, he could be a DH. So let's head to the NBA. So I was looking at NBA.com on the NBA app, and they showed a couple of teams who, were, who exceeded expectations so far this season. One of those teams was the Utah Jazz. You got Laurie Markkinen. Remember, Laurie Markkinen was a lottery pick. Or, well, he was a first-round pick. This guy's averaging 20 points a game. He seems very comfortable as a number one option. This team has a ton of complimentary players. I I always wonder how they would do. Because when you don't have a number one option, it's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. I thought this team was in the sweepstakes for Victor Wambayana. You know, the seven-footer the seven footer from France, the wonder kid who they compared to Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know that guy. But you got, but there's a team to watch at the trade deadline, especially if, let's say, if they fall off a cliff anytime soon. They got guys who could they could trade. Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson. Um, this other guy's name, ah, Kelly Olenek. You know, they, you know, they re-signed Colin Sexton. They gave him his big money extension. They own Minnesota's first-round pick. In the Rudy Gobert trade, um, you know, yeah, office, the Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs. Remember, Greg Popovich was like, "Hey, this team ain't, this team ain't ready." Now watch again. There's a team to watch at the trade deadline. You know, they got guys on reasonable contracts. Yakapoto, um, Doug McDermott, Keldon Johnson is a guy you should watch out for. He's a guy I feel who's gonna have a breakout season. Now that you don't, you don't have Dejounte Murray. This guy is poised to have a breakout season. The Pacers. They're also a team who's exceeds expectations. Watch them. Watch for them at the trade deadline. They got Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Lakers. Lakers, if you're listening to this. LeBron, if you're listening to this. Two names that you guys need, given the start that you had at 3-10. and 10, Oklahoma City. Now, I thought they should have been players in free agency, but clearly they went for the youth movement. And then Chet Holmgren got hurt. But they still have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, who become really solid players. 
They don't have a lot in trade assets, but that's a team who's kind of exceeded expectations. Now, I really want to see what the team's going to look like when Chet comes back next season. You know, how this is going to be. But they've exceeded expectations so far. So now, finally, we're at the NFL trade deadline. Of course, that passed a long time ago. These are trades that... These are trades that really, I would say, rocked rocked my system. The Dolphins, they traded for Bradley Chubb. This team is going all in. And you signed him to an extension. Just look at that team, what they have, especially on offense. You got Tua. You got... um, You had Tua. You got Jalen Waddle. You got Tyreek Hill, Mike Kosicki. They added a a running back, Jeff Wilson. Um, A fast, improving offensive line. Now you add Bradley Chubb to that defense. They have Javon Holland on that defense. Hey, this team's a contender. The Vikings, they trade TJ for TJ Hawkinson. Explosive on offense. Now you add an even more explosive tight end to, excuse me, to pair up with Irv Smith. And especially that, that win that they had against Buffalo on Sunday. Hey, need I say more? The Ravens adding Chase, I mean, the Bears adding Chase Claypool. I felt... I felt when they added Nikhil Harry, that would have been good. But obviously, he hasn't been playing. Justin Fields needs more help. He needs more help. via the. It doesn't matter via free agent or the draft. He needs more help. Someone other than Darnell Mooney needs to catch passes. And I'm, I'm calling out Cole Komet. You know, they need more out of that run game. Dave Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. They need more. The Ravens. They got Roquan Smith. Pretty much fleeced the Bears for Roquan Smith. Need to give the man an extension. He's been balling. Chiefs adding Kadarius Toney. Um, explosive. I don't know why it didn't work out with the Giants, but now I can't wait to see this guy fly in Tennessee with the roadrunners they have. MVS, um, Scott Moore, uh, um, Juju, uh, Nicole Hardman, Travis Kelsey. Oh, man. The possibilities are endless in that offense. So I want to give a quick shout out. So um, a couple people, uh, my 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 right hand man Jacob Adams, uh, that's my dude, man. I've known him for a couple of years, man. Good guy. I just want to give a shout out to Jacob Adams. Um, also want to give a shout out to my guy Jerris. I met him yesterday. Um, we got to talking. He shoots a he shoots a podcast on Twitch. I forgot to ask him about that podcast, but I forgot to ask him about the podcast name. But um, hopefully we can get him on and uh, collab real soon. Then we a special shout out to my guy. Mike J808 shoots beats. I was listening to it early this morning on YouTube. You guys should take a listen. That's Mike J808. Mike J808 on YouTube. So if you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. You know, if you're a long if you're a first-time listener, but if you're a long-time listener, I want to thank you. I really want to thank you for listening. Let me into your house, let me into your ears. And as always, have a great Sunday, everybody. Yeah!